Welcome to Coopercast Black Coffee Episode 2. This is your host, Alice Decaf, John Sachs. We talk about the backup singers, Catherine Russell, Curtis King, Cheryl Marshall, and Jimmy Vivino, and about Dan Penn and Spooner Oldham, and going to the Apollo with Bobby Hatfield of the Righteous Brothers as guests of Smokey Robinson. Fourth song, Going, Going, Gone. On this song, we have a trio of singers plus Jimmy Vivino and Curtis King singing backups. On a lot of this album, you have Catherine Russell, Curtis King, and Cheryl Marshall singing backup. Yeah. But on that song, Going, Going, Gong, there's other guy named Jimmy Vivino is in the chorus. Yeah. Were there four of them together in the studio doing it? Sometimes. Or did he just... Do add him in later. Yeah. Okay. This was co-written by you and Dan Penn. Going, going, going. Yeah. Oh, I forgot that. Yeah. It was a famous song, Nashville songwriter, right? Yeah. yeah. So I wrote that in Nashville. And um, we didn't live far from each other. So uh, he had a very nice studio in his house. Mm-hmm. Uh, um Far better than any studio I had, but then again, uh, he wrote a lot more hit songs than I wrote. Mm. Um, he wrote with a, um, a keyboard player named Spooner Oldham. Oh yeah, who also was a great guy. And in the time I spent in Nashville, I got to to play with them, and that was great. And I probably played on um, one of his albums. Just to, for a little context here, I just looked up songs by uh, Dan Penn. <laughs> uh, I'm Your Puppet, The Dark End of the Street, Do Right Woman. Uh, yeah, he struggled a lot, but um, he made enough money. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice, nice guy. Uh, a true Southerner. He, it says here, Penn continued writing and producing hits for numerous artists during the 60s, finally released a record of its own at the 72 single entitled Nobody's Fool. And then and then he recorded Do Right Man. All right. Well, I, have his, I have, you know, his uh, discography in my CD collection. So that's going, going, gone. And uh, song number five is Keep It To Yourself, another song by this Al Cooper guy. And this is another one I guess you did at home because you played everything except the backup vocals. Keep It To Yourself. I I like that song. Yeah, good. I like the way the, um, the track came out. Do you feel like the ones that you completely self-create in the studio have a different overall something about them than the ones that are done by different musicians together? Well, they're they're probably not as good as if I had different musicians. Mm. So I so I mean all through my life <clears throat> I tried to uh even myself on the instruments that I played. 
I wanted to be able to. But you know, uh, sometimes if I played bass on something, I would do it on keyboard. Right, right. And so synthesizers helped me tremendously. Yeah. Because then I could use my keyboard skills uh, to play other instruments. Well, it strikes me that if you're creating everything yourself, then you can make it, the sounds that you sort of hear in your head, you can make them happen. No, I, I can get as close as I can. Okay, right. But I, 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 I never could get... But the flip side is if you have top studio dudes, they will bring to it something that you might not have thought of. Skill. <laughs> <laughs> or even just a musical interpretation. Right. Well, yeah, of course. Right. So, I can't play anything like a great bass player. Right. Right. So, okay, so that's uh, that's another one. Um, Keep it yourself was 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 synthesized at home studio by Al. Uh, and now we have song number six called "Get Ready." Uh, now that course is written by Smokey Robinson and it was a hit by the Temptations though oh, oh really okay yeah and you play everything except the drums which you credit to a gentleman named Anton Fig yeah I, who, see I forget all this who became a recuperator well he probably was right when he played on this okay it's interesting okay so sometimes you say, you know what, I'm just not, I'm just not going to do up the drum track. I'm going to. No, I mean, I wish they all could have real drums. Right. But it's uh, it's an inconvenience. It is yeah. for for a drummer to if you... lug all this shit down the stairs <laughs> and set it up and then just play for two takes or something. Is it possible for you to record? A song and then have a drummer add the drum track afterwards. Or sure, you, you would you could do that. I could do that, but Which, I'd rather I'd rather play with a drummer. Oh, you actually rather play with the drummer? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Or record the drummer first and then. No, that, you can't record the drummer first because he can't. He doesn't know what he's playing to. Okay, I thought maybe he could be listening to a scratch track in his headphones. Well, then I didn't record him first. Oh, okay. Hmm. I just had a different arrangement of it. Mm. That's why I wanted to do it. Right. This was, I think, after you ran into Smokey Robinson on an airplane. Yeah. Right. I would say so. Okay. Because th this, this was 2005. And roughly. No, but I, I, I kept seeing him. He was playing with the miracles at the Apollo and I was producing in New York uh, Bobby Hatfield mm. who was one half of the Righteous Brothers mm. and um, I said um, let me see if I can reach Smokey and we can go up to the Apollo mm. and I did and we just went in the stage door and went up to the dressing room. We didn't think we were going to sit in or anything, especially at the Apollo. Right. <laughs> so uh, so then when they played, 
He took us downstairs and put us at the side of the stage where you could see pretty good. Couldn't hear as well as in the audience. But, uh, um, and then he brought us on stage and introduced us to the audience. Mm. And of course, Bobby Hatfield was uh, probably known as one of the Righteous Brothers. Yeah. Because they sold a lot of black records. Right. And they probably thought I was Alice Cooper. <laughs> what do you think in the uh, R&B and soul community generally did those guys think about the Righteous Brothers and their blue-eyed soul? I think they had to be very impressed. They liked them. Well, they were great singers. They were great singers. Color doesn't matter. Yeah. This has been CooperCast, Black Coffee Episode 2, brought to you by Nash Vegas. You can find out a lot more about Al at alcooper.com and submit questions for Al on the CooperCast page. 